The Supreme Court issues a ruling that maintains current access to the abortion pill mifepristone for now. Most major insurers say they will continue to cover preventive services without cost sharing amid a legal fight challenging the ACA policy. And the VA halts its rollout of Oracle Cerner's EHR indefinitely. It's Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A note to our listeners, the podcast will be off tomorrow as the GIST Healthcare team meets for its annual retreat. We'll be back with more healthcare news on Thursday and Friday. The drug mifepristone will remain available and legal for now, following a Supreme Court decision issued on Friday, which blocks rulings from lower courts that sought to restrict access to the pill widely used in medication abortions. Earlier this month, Judge Matthew Kaczmarek of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas issued an injunction directing the FDA to stay its approval of mifepristone, while a lawsuit alleging that the drug is unsafe moves forward. The U.S. Department of Justice challenged Kaczmarek's decision, sending the case to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. That court ruled that the drug could remain on the market with tightened restrictions. Though the Supreme Court's decision keeps the drug on the market without any extra restrictions. The case now heads back to the Fifth Circuit Court, which says it will hear arguments in the case on May 17th. Meanwhile, there are other cases making their way through the court system regarding mifepristone, including suits to keep the drug on the market. One such suit was brought by roughly a dozen states that allege that the FDA's regulations of mifepristone are excessively burdensome. Judge Thomas Rice of the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Washington ruled that the FDA could not impose restrictions on the drug and later challenged the Fifth Circuit's decision to restrict the drug. 
Mifepristone was first granted FDA authorization in 2000 and is widely used in conjunction with the drug misoprostol in medication abortions. The two-pill regimen, known widely as the abortion pill, is the most common method to terminate a pregnancy in the United States, accounting for around 53 percent of all abortions. The ongoing legal confusion comes less than a year following the Supreme Court's decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. Currently, 13 states have abortion bans in effect, and five states have severe restrictions in place. Most major health insurers say they will continue to offer no-cost preventive care services to beneficiaries amid an ongoing legal challenge to an Affordable Care Act mandate. According to the Wall Street Journal, insurance trade groups, including AHIP and the American Benefits Council, outlined their decision in a letter sent to House and Senate Democratic Health Committee leaders, saying that, quote, the overwhelming majority do not anticipate making changes to no-cost share preventive services and do not expect disruptions in coverage of preventive care while the case proceeds through the courts, end quote. The letter is in response to an inquiry sent by Congressional Health Committee leaders earlier this month. At the heart of the matter is a lawsuit that challenges the ACA's mandate that insurers cover preventive care services, including screenings for colon and cervical cancers, as well as medications like birth control without member cost sharing. The lawsuit, known as Braidwood Management v. Becerra, was brought by Christian-owned businesses and six individuals. It challenges both the constitutionality of one of the committees that determines which services should be covered by the ACA mandate, and argues that having to cover drugs that prevent HIV violates the plaintiff's religious beliefs. In March, Judge Reed O'Connor of the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas ruled that preventive care recommendations from the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force are unconstitutional because its members are not appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate. The U.S. Department of Justice has filed a challenge to this decision, meaning that the suit will likely end up in front of the Supreme Court. Judge O'Connor has a long history ruling against the Affordable Care Act. In 2018, he struck down the entire Affordable Care Act, claiming that it was unconstitutional. The Supreme Court ultimately overturned that ruling. So far, 15 states have passed laws protecting access to no-cost preventive care services for plans sold on the individual market, but not to employer-sponsored plans. The Department of Veterans Affairs announced on Friday that it has indefinitely paused introducing its new electronic health record system at more facilities in order to address ongoing issues plaguing its rollout, including confirmed cases of patient harm tied to the system. The new EHR system, developed in partnership with Oracle Cerner, is currently being used at five VA facilities across the country. The Spokane VA Healthcare System and VA Walla Walla Healthcare, both in Washington State, as well as VA Southern Oregon Healthcare and Roseburg VA Healthcare System in Oregon, and the VA Central Ohio Healthcare System in Columbus. The VA said that additional EHR deployments will not be scheduled until the agency is confident that it is functioning properly at those current sites. The agency said that the only facility that will not be impacted by the pause will be the Captain James A. Lovell Federal Health Care Center in Chicago, which it says is the only fully integrated VA 
VA and Department of Defense healthcare system. The new EHR is scheduled to go live next March at that care site. The VA's EHR project has been plagued by issues since its initial pilot rollout at the Spokane VA healthcare system in 2020. At that time, providers alleged that the new EHR was too complex and led to delays in care and other safety risks for patients. Since then, the project's rollout timeline has been amended several times to address software errors and system outages, as well as allegations at that time that the EHR caused harm to patients. In March, the VA confirmed that there have been six cases of catastrophic harm, including four confirmed deaths linked to the EHR system. The project's budget has also ballooned since the VA signed a contract with Cerner in 2018 for $10 billion, but was later revised to more than $16 billion. Another estimate released by the Institute for Defense Analyses last year said the EHR could cost the VA up to $38.9 billion over 13 years. Oracle inherited the project when it acquired Cerner in 2021. The new EHR is intended to replace the VA's current Veterans Health Information Systems and Technology architecture. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare Podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.